Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Doctor Who After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Doctor Who After Show. Trying to stay on beat. That was very impressive. Hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Doctor Who wrap up show. This is the season seven finale, Name of the Doctor. Ooh, chills. I am Jenna Bush. And I am Matt Lieberman. Thank you so much to everyone who is watching or listening live from uh, their computers or mobile devices and to all of you uh, watching on YouTube or listening on iTunes it's been uh, it's been a roller coaster ride of a season <laughs> yeah months in the making nearly nearly a year ago we started this podcast God and finally wow. the season is over <laughs> it's two seasons I'm sorry yeah it just is okay all right so I will start by saying. I love the episode. It was a really, really solid episode. Uh, it moved forward a lot of mythology stuff. Mm-hmm. We got some concrete answers. Uh, there were some, you know, touching moments and some really thrilling moments where where the stakes felt high. Which, like on a show like this, uh, the stakes don't always feel there. You yeah. felt the Doctor's personal stakes. You felt like he was in danger. There were some deaths that ultimately got. Negated by the end of the episode, (laughs) they were undead. They were undead. They are undead. Undeaded. They they were undeaded, and now they are undead (laughs) forever until they're dead again. Of course, (laughs) as is the sci-fi want. Oh, it's true. No one ever dies in sci-fi. No one ever dies in sci-fi. I, you know, I'm as glad as I am that Jenny is still alive. Yes, and I'm glad. I'm yeah. I was oh, like I was like (laughs) so. Like taken when she died. It and was so well done. It was really well done, and like and like really scary. The Whisper Men, really scary. Yes, and constructs. also remind me of a certain Buffy villain. Anyone I, else? Yeah. Anyone else? I have no problem with that. I'm just I'm just mentioning that. It's not the it. first time that you you yeah. brought back to to hush. Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. I just I'm just mentioning. But uh, no, I really thought that was a great moment. She's like, I think I've been murdered. I'm sorry, ma'am. So creepy. Also, why does she keep calling her, ma'am? 
It's because they're they're uh, she was her. They're sir- married. Yeah, I know, but it's like an ongoing. It's just an aspect of their like relationship. Cutesy thing. Well, it's not just a cutesy thing. I think it's a. It's you know what? Different strokes for different folks. Indeed. Even if they're strokes delivered by riding crop, perhaps. <laughs> I'm so not speculating any more than that. You don't have to. But it's cool. Our fans will do it for us. It's true. I, lo- I love Astra and Jenny. I think they're awesome. So, yeah. yeah, that was really, really heartbreaking. Oh, my God. So tense. But I loved the uh, the conference call concept. <gasps> so cool. So cool. And, and of course, Strax's introduction in the episode was, like, one of my <laughs> yeah. favorite Strax moments of all times. Of course, that uh, he would want find his way uh, to uh, – was it was Glasgow. Glasgow. Right? To Glasgow. <laughs> To uh, to fight this big bald burly dude, I love it. It's his it's his heaven on earth, you know. <laughs> and then of course he, t- he gives the guy the shovel. He's like, it's gonna take a while to knock me out, so you should get started. <laughs> it was really cool because Dan Starkey, who who plays Strax, actually yeah. said um, in the in an insider thing that um, that he like he saw the guy who was playing him and was like, whoa. And then he saw his stunt double who was even bigger, and he was like, okay. It's a lot of he's like, there's a lot of padding you can put in that costume, but still, so. yeah. It was pretty funny. Really, really funny. And uh, then River Song, who at first we thought was normal River. Yeah. But in what signifies, I think, a tonal shift for the series and how we will deal with her character from now on, mm-hmm. uh, it was, in fact, the image left on the library's central computer, which I'm so actually very, very happy about. I know yeah. it's sad. No, no, me too. I, like I know that. it's sad, but... I think we had reached, we had seen her so many times that it makes sense that the loop has now closed. Yeah. I think the story had come to a logical conclusion. I didn't, I don't think we got too much river. I don't think we got too little river. I think this, this sort of finishes the circle nicely. Yes. Um, Yeah. And it was very sad. It's, It's Digital Ghost River. Digital Ghost River, who the doctor could see the whole time, kind oh. of. I know that it's romantic. Oh. It also doesn't make any sense. Not at all. Not not even a little bit. But I do love <laughs> that they they made a point. They made a point of that when he kissed River, and he was like, you know, to anyone who doesn't see you, that probably looked completely ridiculous. <laughs> that actually cracked me up. Yeah, it was a nice bit of levity in what was a very intense situation. Yeah. And I think the kiss was great because I think that gave the shippers something yeah. to enjoy, but it's done. Yeah. And I'm going to talk a little bit about shipping when we get uh do we have a spoiler wall this week since we've seen No. no I don't think we do. I don't okay. think we do. Cool. Because it's the finale. Right. If you haven't watched it and you're watching this then you're just silly. Right. And it's a it's it's spoiler a- alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, spoiler how we don't know any I mean everybody knows the one spoiler for the special Phil our producer mm-hmm. uh, spoiler alert spoiler everybody alert everybody knows spoiler. about it you'd have to be living under a rock to not know about the special guest stars in the finale um was so cool well okay that blew my effing mind I had no idea that was coming no one spoiled it for me beforehand yeah and I turned it now. And the other thing is, I did not watch this on Saturday when it aired because my parents were out. I watched it yesterday. I watched it yesterday too. Actually. You really? Yeah. And, and, and no one said anything. No to one me. said anything. Which is like, uh, as somebody who ha- who recently had 
Star Trek Into Darkness kind of ruined for me by someone on Facebook. They didn't even mention anything that was actually in the plot. They said something that made me realize one of the key twists. Mm -hmm. And I was bored throughout the whole movie. And I'll never know if I would have liked it properly. Yeah. Um, The Doctor Who fandom is really, really solid. And several people... Uh, you know, due to a shipping snafu, mm-hmm. had the season seven uh, part two uh, disc set yep. sent to them early, so they had seen the episode. And you know, except for a scant few people, the majority of the people did not reveal what happened in this yeah. episode. Yeah, and, and the same thing happened when Clara um, showed up exactly. in Asylum of the Daleks. No one knew. No Which, one knew that was coming. To me, said like denotes a level of sophistication among the fans of this show that I would even consider it a community. We look out for our own. Namely, we all want to be surprised right. and shocked. And I had completely forgotten that John Hurt was <laughs> in yep. the 50th anniversary because of the magnitude of the David Tennant and uh, and Billy Piper announcement. Yep. I was so excited about that that I'd completely forgotten that John Hurt was in it. And the fact that he's playing the Doctor, which the Valyard got name-dropped in this episode, and he's totally playing the Valyard. I know Mm -hmm. that that's not necessarily confirmed, but come on. That's what the Valyard is. The Valyard is the darkest impulses of the Doctor made flesh. Yep. And that is beyond awesome. It's so cool. I yelped at the television. There was no one in the house but the cat and I. Yeah. I went, I went full who? Because, <laughs> like, that was just, like, so... To have just introducing John Hurt as the doctor. Like, that's just such, like, a badass... It's like like a, like a big, swaggering, swinging dick move. <laughs> like, because he didn't have to do much. He just had to turn around and you just had to label him. Yep. As the doctor. And you'll have people screaming globally. Oh, my God. It, it was... It was beautiful. I don't know how any of that didn't get to me. Yeah. None of it. Not a single thing. Interwebs, I love you. Well, all the all the press outlets who received the episode ahead of time, the last three minutes were missing. Yeah. Um, so. I got it. I just didn't watch it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well. Well, because my parents were here, not because I didn't want to. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's talk about Clara. Yes. Okay. She is the impossible girl. She is the impossible girl, and we learned why with this episode. And it was so brilliant. I mean, there were a couple of moments where the whole, like, green screen thingy didn't work. Yeah. But I didn't care. No. Didn't care. Didn't care at all, because I appreciated the... uh, I mean, their reach exceeded their grasp, technically. it's fine. But the reach was so so wonderful and was such a great nod to the old series that I didn't mind that it it didn't always fit. But that's the fact that she was there and she told uh, the doctor and Susan which TARDIS to take. Yeah. <laughs> that moment made the rest of it solid for me. Oh, it was it was absolutely brilliant. I loved it in, in the beginning. I mean, after she did that voiceover and we saw that, then it's, you know, she's saying things like, I'll be the souffle girl and, and run you clever boy and remember me. She added the me this yeah. time. Which, uh, well, not even that she added. If you look at it in the chronology of who she is, she just stopped saying... That well, now we know what he had to remember, mm-hmm. uh, which is her. And uh, I talked with some friends about this episode and about you know their thoughts on the fiftieth and stuff like that. And uh, some of them weren't weren't entirely satisfied. Really, weren't entirely satisfied. Um, and I'm I'm trying to remember the exact the exact words that were that were used. I'm just thinking about 
uh, about the 50th right now, but... Well, I mean, I, for me, I feel like singing yeah. Lowered Expectations, yeah. if anybody remembers that, that yeah. skit. Well, no, but. oh, here's here's what it was. It was if if she has been around the doctor, you know, for all of these, you know, 1,100 some odd years of his life. Uh, actually, no, 1,200 some mm-hmm. odd years of his life because they, they added more between uh, the ponds dying and the second half. Yeah. That he never saw her and that we didn't see how she saved him all those times. Yeah. I don't think it was necessary. I don't, I don't think, think it was so necessary. She explained it with one line of dialogue, which mm-hmm. is, you know, he never heard me until he did. Yeah. Until one day he did. Yeah. And, you know, she is just, she has been there behind the scenes all these times. And uh, the great intelligence was foiled. <laughs> Richard Grant. Finally, Richard Grant getting the scenery-chewing dialogue <laughs> that he deserves that he didn't get in the Christmas special. I know. I yeah. know. It was kind of awesome. Well, one, one thing I want to say about Clara, and, and I mean, I think that the moments where she was around the doctor were so small, and yeah, it's possible that after a while maybe he'd be like, oh, I know you. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes, as we did see from the clips, sometimes she was young, sometimes she was not. I don't know. I, I think she was never really there long enough to make that impression. Yeah, it's kind of like it's it's almost like the river ghost situation. Mm-hmm. She is she doesn't actually exist until she needs to exist and then she disappears. Yeah. It's it's like I don't know what the exact science is behind that, but it makes more sense than these people actually living full lives over and over and over again. Right. And also, like, I sometimes can't remember people, uh, and I've only been around for years, and um, he's been around for a long time. So yeah. you may not remember her. I also loved the callback to uh, to the Bells of St. John yeah. when she says, I don't know where I am. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what that parallel means exactly but I appreciated it yeah yeah and I mean it'll be interesting to see well we'll get to this when we do predictions sure but yeah it'll be interesting to see how that how that plays out I'm not saying anymore because we will get there we will get there don't you worry (laughs) okay so I really I just I wrote down the quote from the from the end of the episode please the name you choose is like a promise you make he's the one that broke the promise he's the doctor's secret Mm-hmm. So I had to write it down. It just sounded good. I wanted to say it. Yeah. Now I did. Now, uh, <laughs> I mean, we're basically, we're, we're in this territory anyway. Who, is is he the Valyard? Is he, you know, the 13th Doctor? Is he, God forbid, the 14th Doctor? And that's the promise that got broken. Oh. Somehow, by circumventing the 13 lives, you know, rule, which, uh, as I read in a review, and this is this is important to point out, the new series has never mentioned the rule. Uh-huh. Never. It is not it was very important to the the older seasons never mentioned in, since 2005. Yeah. Because they always intended to change it. Mhm. We don't know how yet. Yeah. And this could very well be the instrumental step in explaining how that rule will be circumvented. Yeah. And another thing I've seen online a lot is a lot of people saying that he's really the ninth doctor and that change, changes everyone else's number. And I'm like, Duh. Whoa. no, so many t-shirts are going to have to be changed then. Oh, like people are saying this is the doctor from the time war. Uh-huh. Right. But if you do that, I'm going to need a big giant black marker to oh. like, knock stuff out. What if he is old Paul McGann? Like, yes, well, if, that's but that's another thing that I've seen. Like, the Eighth Doctor, after his one adventure, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. wound up in the Time War, and it went on for so long yep. that he became this grizzled old man 
before the final battle where he got transformed exactly. into Christopher Eccleston, which would have made for a great Christopher Eccleston cameo in the 50th. Wouldn't it? Yes. Sadly. That Sadly, will not happen. That will not happen, probably. I mean... That we know of. That we know of. But, like, how awesome would that be? I if know, that right? secret... Because, like, he's a, he's a severe enough guy that I totally buy it when he says, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a severe enough guy. I did what I wanted with the role. I only wanted one season. I'm not coming back. Yeah. Lies, maybe. Hopefully. Oh, that'd be so cool if he was lying. <laughs> it would be so That's cool if he was lying. That's a sentence I never thought I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, hey. The doctor lies. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, so we didn't actually get a name. No. Well, the, the name was said. We just didn't hear it. Right. Uh, which, c- cop out, but... But what does that mean? Does it mean that Clara, since she's been around for so long, likely knows the name? Possibly knows the possibly, name? Possibly. But here's here's the m- more important question. Did we really need to know what it was? Not unless it was Bob. Yeah. I honestly, I'm happy with that they didn't reveal it. For a second, I thought that his name was Please. Because <laughs> he said Please, and then the doors opened. Uh-huh. And I, rewi- I rewound. I was like, his na- did I hear that right? Is his name Please? <laughs> his name is Please. I just went to a bad place. Weirdo. <laughs> I know, I know. Please, please me? It's not It's not my fault. That's, what just, that's just what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff gets said, I yeah. go to a bad place. But his name is not his name is not please. We may yet still find out in in the fiftieth anniversary special, which, you know, was always was always going to be an event, but now we know we didn't know that this episode was sort of part one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was a cliffhanger, was a part one into that part two. Yeah. Um so here some of the disappointment that uh my friend expressed. She was really upset that any uh, seeing of the Tenth Doctor and Rose is only going to exist inside the Doctor's timeline or wherever they are right now, mm. and that it's not actually happening. I say better this way, yeah, so that they're not really breaking any rules. Yeah, I agree. And they don't need to do something stupid that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to make this team up happen. Right. You know, they the these apparitions or whatever they are still exist in their own way, right? But they do not actively affect canon, yeah. Which makes things way less complicated. Yeah, it, it we have less to explain when we come back in November. Oh my God, can you imagine <laughs> having to explain that away, Jenna? No, no I don't want to explain that away. Yeah. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy this week. Yeah. Father <laughs> Wizard tweets, I just hope John Hurt's doctor doesn't have an unshelled Dalek pop out of his chest. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Very nice. Yeah, so that's the, that whole thing was still so polarizing. That would be weird yeah. and funny. I, I would laugh. I, I would, would really laugh. Although, hey, John Hurt is an incredible actor, and he yes, would he play is. it with aplomb. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. I just have to say something about, because I know I have not been the, the biggest fan of this second half of the season. Don't remind the fans! No, no, but what I'm saying is, I loved this episode. It's not my favorite episode, but there were so many awesome things about it. But one of the things that I think we've been missing this whole time is the chemistry, and it was back. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Well, not even just that. Clara needed something to do. Yeah. 
she's kind of like we've seen the narrative of girl discovering the universe mm-hmm. with the doctor so many times yep that because we were introduced to her through a mystery her just experiencing things wasn't enough yeah and finally she has a purpose mm-hmm. and once the doctor saves her which i hope he will save her um, I read, yeah, I read, I read a review that said the episode would have been more powerful if Clara died. I'm happy she didn't. I don't want her to die. I don't want her to die either. No, they have chemistry now. She yeah. can't die. Exactly. <laughs> so he's gonna save her, thankfully, and now she'll finally be the companion that we always knew her yes. to be in season eight, which was just officially picked up this yeah. week. Yeah, even though it was a given. Come on. Yeah, it's not like Doctor Who's going to go anywhere. No. No. It's the highest rated global phenomenon on the network. In fact, I read a thing today saying that the social media thing, like that the mentions were exponential and the only thing to come even close to it was Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't even close. Okay. So, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Paku. You heard it here first. Paku. After Bus TV exclusive. (laughs) I want someone to draw me a comic. Instead of like the pow or right. zap, I want the coup. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing Doctor Who Season 7. We'll screw with your expectations and then ultimately deliver a satisfying finale that winds up being a cliffhanger to an even more satisfying 50th anniversary special. Join us in the fall where we examine the birth of Doctor Who and also find out who the hell John Hurt is really playing. Thank you so much. Good night. Not good night. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing ever. Thank you. So you know. Thank you. <laughs> I want that on a loop. Yeah. In my house all let's the time. Get, let's get some more subscribers off of that, huh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come on, people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, that was, no, I really do want that on a loop and I want someone to draw me that picture. Yeah. I'm demanding this this week. I want to talk Trenzalore. Let's talk Trenzalore. Let's talk Trenzalore. So the idea of the doctor's grave is really, really fascinating to me because it it says that one day the show ends. Mm. Even if it doesn't, Mm. they're working their way towards a finite point. Yeah. We're not just journeying forever. It's kind of like in season six when we knew the doctor died and he was running away from it, but he still always knew it was coming. Yeah. And this this uh, reveal shows that the doctor has always known that there was an end for him and that the one place he cannot go is his grave because it must be the most dangerous place in the universe if it actually ended all of his lives. Yeah. How dangerous... Like, like, the level of... What could have killed him? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that looks like a battleground, Trenzalore. Yes, it's a graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad that the River Song gravestone was a fake out. I know, I know. Well, we have the Impossible Girl and the Impossible Grave. Yes. Ha! See? See what I did there? Yes, yes, it's I did. so good. The Impossible Grave. <laughs> the Impossible Girl, Possible Grave, Impossible Astronaut Ice Cream. <laughs> I love Astronaut Ice Cream. It is kind of impossible, isn't it? It is. Yes. <laughs> it's not really ice. No. <laughs> uh, but I loved that image of the gigantic TARDIS. It was yeah. super haunting. And the bigger on the inside leaking. Yeah. Oh. Very, very, very cool. And uh, I I love that 
you know, TARDIS doesn't want the want to land, so he shuts down uh, <laughs> the thrust, the anti grav, sm- plummets to the planet, <laughs> and uh, Drenzalor just looks gross. <laughs> it's gross and disgusting, and then. Re- revealing the doctor's well the first secret like just that this mm-hmm. w- what did they it, it was the scar tissue of all of his journeys through the universe yeah and it was this beautiful crackling life force almost yeah I thought that was a really interesting way to put it the scar tissue of my journey through time to- through the universe yeah through time yeah um I just want to say something about the um about the thing with the TARDIS yeah. once again having a personality and Neil Gaiman who wrote the last episode who I, I sent this article to you but I wrote one about he um, he wants to write another episode but he wants to do a really scary monster he wants like to make one, one of his own yeah and what he wants it to do is make us and this is a quote we great buckets of we yes so I am so down I am too I will gird <laughs> my loins and and pee poof proof my apartment. I will not drink liquids for two days yes. before I watch it. Oh no, I'll, I'll let him make me wee. Oh. I will deal with the consequences. You're going to watch give, it at your house, I will and give, I'm going to watch it mine. Fine. I will <laughs> give the man what he wants. He'll have put a lot of work into it. <laughs> it's true. Well, hey, if I don't drink anything for two is, days, is then a that would be impressive. still a wee if nothing <laughs> comes out? <laughs> that is one of the great questions of our age. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to ponder this over a nice brandy and a pipe. <laughs> a pipe full of what? Of, of tobacco. <laughs> of course. Because that is what one fills a, a a puffing with brandy pipe with. Of course. Yes. Of course it is. Of course. Absolutely. I didn't, I didn't say that. Well, you said you were going to talk about shippers. I want to hear about shippers. Okay. So, again, talking with friends. Uh, one of them was upset that uh, the... Tenth Doctor and Rose that we were seeing is not the human Doctor and Rose from the alternate timeline. I strongly disagree. I strongly disagree. And and who knows? Potentially, it it still could be. We really don't know what direction the 50th is going to take. Yeah. We have no footage. We have nothing. Yeah. But I still consider... Rose's inclusion in season four to be one of the great missteps of this season. Yeah. Of this series. You think? I (laughs) so passionately am just... Why would we want to see a human doctor ever again? No. It's enough to know that that has happened somewhere. Yeah. They have a happy life somewhere. Yeah. They have kids and whatever. Do we really want to see mom Rose with her smart babies? No. 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 But here's the thing about shippers, and this is really interesting because I was reading something um, about Game of Thrones today, and um, one of the things that people were starting to use shipping in terms of relationships that are not love relationships as well, like friendship shipping. Really? Yeah, like something, and not that if you don't watch Game of Thrones, there's a really bad character and a little girl. Oh, yeah. And and I'm like, I don't... Oh, I want them to be friends, too. Yeah, and somebody used the word shipping, and I was like, ew, ew, ew. And then then they said, well, let me explain what I'm saying. So, I mean, so... That's interesting. Yeah. The evolution of the word. Yeah, so it brings me back to this, because I, I like the idea of shipping and wanting it to happen but then when you see it it's not the same thing as real life like you you don't want problems in a real relationship you want it to go well but then when you're watching it on tv like that's not interesting yeah 
That's true. I don't know. I don't need to see them all happy. Well, that's why you don't want couples to get together too early in a series Mm -hmm. because then you have to generate conflict and you never get the happy marriage or whatever. I do want to see those two be friends, though. Yeah. She doesn't realize that he's, in fact, a better person than he appears. It would be the cutest thing ever. Yeah. I'm glad I've introduced you to friendship shipping. Oh, friend shipping is the best. (laughs) Friend shipping. I am friend shipping to all of our fans. Oh. That's right. Oh. All the time. Is there going to be conflict now? I hope not. Oh God, no! I want you to like invent something in the in the comments oh section, like God. fake fight on the YouTube comments. Well, I mean, we we've already <laughs> been in a fight every time I don't like something that the show does. I, I'm familiar with this concept. Yeah, <laughs> you, some of you guys get mad at me when yeah. I don't like an episode, but 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 maybe now. And I'm actually curious. So, well, guys, okay. do leave these in the comments, or call in, or tweet us, or whatever. But let but us I, know. Yeah, I am curious about this. Now that I've seen the whole second half, and I it graduate it gradually got better for me, and I loved the finale, and I loved last week. Um, do, you, do do any of you agree with me that it was it was sort of rocky? Yeah, it was rocky, and I just I felt I mean I've said this before, but I wasn't I wasn't excited about it until the last two episodes. But I but this is exactly what I wanted in an episode. Like I said, it's not necessarily my favorite, yeah. but I have a lot of ones that I love and this is definitely up there because it brought back all the things I was missing it brought back a really deep exploration of the mystery it and I know some people prefer the the standalones which is totally cool yeah but um you know it brought back the chemistry it just I don't know it brought back river song not that I'm, I'm saying I want to see river song all the time because no. I think we're I think we're good with that I think we're good yeah I'm totally I, I'm good with that but I but I do I do say that, like now, I can now looking at it as a whole, and we had mentioned this earlier. I see what they were doing. I see what they were doing. Okay. So I'm just saying, and I'm and I'm very very happy about it. God, it was so cool when John Hurt showed up. Yeah, it was. I'm just <laughs> I'm still because like now, essentially, the fiftieth ostensibly is going to be their journey through. Through the doctor, kind of, and them trying to escape, but then John Hurt's dark doctor, Valyard, whatever he is, is maybe not going to let them escape, or the doctor has to confront something that potentially already happened or is going to happen, but it has to have already happened because how Mm -hmm. else would he know about it? Except then again, with time travel, of course you know about some things that are going to happen to you. It's all wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Oh my God, the paradoxes, Mm -hmm. the paradoxes. I know, but every good fighting video game has a thing where you battle yourself. That's true. Just say. You have a you have a doppelganger. Uh huh. If any of you've been playing Injustice, you know this. I have not been playing Injustice, but it looks why have very you not cool. been playing Injustice? Because I don't have sixty dollars to drop on another game right come now. Come to my house and play Injustice. I will come play Injustice. It is awesome. Sweet. Yes, but but I think so. That would be a really interesting way to to you know have him battle himself. Oh, absolutely! In a game of wits. Ooh. Yes. Maybe some punches also. Ooh, game of bow ties. <laughs> Well, it's like bow tie versus scarf. Wait, oh, let's analyze what he was wearing because oh my God, we're such massive nerds that we need to go to this level. But he's wearing a scarf. I know, I know, and a vest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I I need to just I need to watch Logopolis to see how mm-hmm. Tom Baker's doctor turns into Peter Davison, and it's obviously right. not Tom Baker's doctor, but it's it's. 
I can't. I, I have to know. I, I'm so confused. I want to know more. I was like hurt and, and excited and scared. Hurt. I see what you did. Uh, well, I didn't. I didn't do that, but oh, I did. I didn't. You totally but did. I didn't, but I did. Inadvertent awesomeness. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> I'm just. I'm so jazzed to be jazzed right now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because it was so hard to get excited once we were in the season. Yep. It was so hard to get excited, you know, because even with with the first part of the season, we knew we were working towards the Pond's farewell. Yeah. We weren't necessarily excited for it, but it was thrilling. We were anticipating. To, yeah. And it was thrilling to see where their last journeys took them. Yeah. And we were we were biting our nails in anticipation of what was obviously going to be an awful experience for mm. all of us fans. And then we were excited to see the new companion. And she yep. was great in The Snowman. Yeah. We were excited to see, you know, who she'd actually turn out to be uh, in, in the first episode of the second half. Yeah. And then we got in. And it just became the show again. Yeah. Like I don't think that the uh, uh, that the episodes this season were necessarily quality wise worse than it's ever than it's ever been. Right. And 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 in many of them were in fact really solid episodes. It was but just the, a letdown. It, it it lacked it's because it's because the the excitement level of all of these changes yeah. and brand new elements mm-hmm. was so high that th- the show just being the show wasn't enough. Yeah. On a weekly basis. Yeah, yeah. After something like, uh, and I think also it isn't just that the pawns left and it was more that we knew that it was coming the whole time. It was not a surprise. It was not a shocker. It was, oh God, I know this is going to happen. I don't know if I can handle it every week. Let me look for some little thing that's going to give me a clue. So you were excited about it. And I think this... Yeah, I think you're right. I think it just dropped back into the show, and I'm like, well, uh, yeah, like that would have been fine for me for like second season of a companion, which I know we've talked about before. Yeah, but but this this reawakened the excitement. Like now, like God damn it, why isn't November yet? I don't really want it to be November. I don't like cold weather, but still, yeah, I want to see. Stuff. Oh man, when he saves her, she's gonna be double impossible. Uh huh. Because she's technically dead. She was fried by this ray mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And then, you know, River made the point. It was such a great point. Yeah. That I'm still telepathically linked to her. So if I'm still here, mm-hmm. where's she? Uh, and then the doctor crossing his own time stream. We need more of an explanation. Yeah, we really do. We really do. I mean, I know this show, you know, like, in this show, science is like a great big handkerchief. It's useful, uh, but that use is often just blowing snot into it. <laughs> And then just cleaning it up later. That's a fantastic metaphor. It, I mean, it really is. <laughs> and I'm fine with that most of the time. <laughs> right. But I just want even just one line that can't be backed up by any level of science, mm-hmm. but just enough of a justification that I can say, oh, it was, it was justified. Yeah. It yeah. was a light justification, they, but it exists. They put a thing in there that could make sense in some universe. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> let's talk... 10th Doctor and Rose Tyler. Okay. What purpose will they serve? Hmm. And wait a minute. Didn't we see a brand new version of an old villain? Uh, We saw photos of it Mm -hmm. kind of streamlined for the 50th anniversary. Yeah. But if it takes place inside of, like, the meta Doctor timeline, 
what function do they really serve? I don't know. Unless we're like, are we revisiting old battles? Are we like chasing bad doctor through time? What is what what kind of structure is this thing going to have? The it boggles my Where mind. Where is Doctor Evil hiding? <laughs> I missed everything but hiding in that soundbite. Where is Doctor Evil hiding? Exactly. Where is Doctor Evil hiding? <laughs> You're excitable this evening. I am so excitable. <laughs> Because like it, it was a thrill ride. It was mostly yeah. talky. It was a very talky episode. There I'm wasn't okay a ton of action, but it was like it was like a great stage play. Yeah, you know, like lots of thrilling, dramatic tension. Yeah, and now just questions upon questions. Yeah. Well, if you recall, last week um, we were told that um, if people didn't spoil everything, the people who had the DVDs with the finale, that Moffat would give us a scene. With 10 and 11. Did he? Not yet, but it just aired. So I don't know when this is going to happen. I'm, I'm hoping sometime before the summer. Come on! Wow. Ryan. Do it already! <laughs> what? I mean, it's, uh, guys, it's been three days. It's been three whole days. I'm going to put Xanax in your water. Don't! <laughs> I need to remain at this level at a constant, until November. At a constant level like this <laughs> until November, it will be so exhausting. When I come back, I will look forty. <laughs> he used to. Oh, I thought we were going to do the another part bit. I wanted. Oh, okay, I thought we were going to do a bit, and I was going to talk about it as if I was narrating like an '80s sci-fi adventure show. Um, but the moment has. Past. Not in my head, it hasn't. Oh, it never will. <laughs> but I mean, I'm wondering if whatever he releases is going to give us some kind of clue. Probably not, because it's Moffat. It will be innocuous. It will be a moment that is silly, mm-hmm. I think. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. I really, I, I think it's adorable. But to me, and this is just me being a nudge, <laughs> but the longer they wait, the more I'm like... This is something they were going to release anyway. He just said that so that people well, wouldn't yeah. reveal the blood. No, it's but... totally true. Yeah. It's totally true. Nah. No, he was totally going to release it. I mean, between now and November, stuff has to be released. So, right. you know, I mean, but eh, whatever, it's Muffet. It's not like not like we didn't expect that. Yeah. I don't I don't say that with like Muffet. I'm just that he has tendencies and that is one of those tendencies. Yeah. Uh Rogue 9A writes, uh, Clara learned the doctor's name in Journey to the Center of the TARDIS, and those memories came back in the finale. Mm. So she does know what his name is. Mm. The viewers just don't. Right. Uh, and, uh, I Father, think it's Bob. Yeah. Father Wizard writes, My wibble from the first few 7.5 episodes wobbled perfectly by the end. I think we were in agreement. Mm-hmm. And hey, it's Chloe tweeted uh, at me. I appreciated how ex- respectful fans are in terms of keeping spoilers to themselves. Yeah. Very amazing. I agree. It totally is. And it's it's sort of interesting, something I've seen with Game of Thrones, too, because, you know, people who've read the books and, you know, trying to yeah. not It would destroy be so things. easy to spoil oh, yeah. things. I mean, there was a there was a grave injury to one of the characters this season mm-hmm. um, that I totally totally could have been spoiled by now. Yeah, because it's, it's very it. dramatic for that character. Yeah, but uh, that's a different show. Just don't look on Wikipedia because yeah. everything's on there. We don't host that after show. We do not. No, we no, host... but you should watch it. Yeah, but we do host the Doctor Who after show. Yes, we do. 
How awesome was it when John Hurt showed up? <laughs> Am I right? Um, You're so happy. I'm so happy. I love John Hurt. Because he's amazing. Well, he's one of my favorite parts of V for Vendetta. And just, he's like, he adds such like a gravelly gravity to everything that he does. Gravelly gravity. Yeah. It's just, he's got that look in his eyes like nobody knows the troubles I've seen (laughs) and or or caused. I'm surprised you didn't sing that. I I am using restraint. Oh, dear. I am using... So much restraint. It's crazy. <laughs> I can see there it. is a gnat in this studio. I know, studio, it's driving me nuts. And it is driving me mad. And if you're watching it on video, you've seen me swipe at the air like a crazy person. <laughs> well, much like the doctor kisses what looks to be the air. Sure. See how see how I connected those you things? You connected it back. It was really huh? sad and kind of frightening when, when uh, Strax reverted to his old Sontaran self. I was very upset. Yeah. I love Strax so much. He's I the potato know. thing. He's a potato thing. And, like, you know, so much... All of his charm comes from being a genetically bred killing machine that is unable to kill. And so cute. Yeah. I mean, not cute, like... I mean, he's hideous, but whatever. He's adorable. But I want a plush. I also want a plush. Do they have those? I'm sure they must If exist. someone knows about them on Etsy, send me a link, because I want a Strax Plus. Send me a link. I totally want one. Yeah. I was looking for any na- any uh, lines of his, but I don't think I wrote any down this week. Here's an interesting thing. So, Jenny is removed from the timeline mm. when uh, Great Intelligence is rewriting it. Strax reverts to his old self because the Doctor never defeated him in battle. Yeah. And let him live. Madame Vastra remains the same. Mm-hmm. Which means that she would have been solving mysteries in Victorian London with or without the Doctor's existence. Or Ooh. it's just a convenient, like, didn't I work that out. I think it might be convenient, but, I, I mean, I will refer to her as Sleuthy. Sure. That's a word I made up. Madame Sleuthy? Madame Sleuthy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but that just kind of, like, re- it's an interesting point, because we never got to see them introduced. We never got to see when they met for the first mm-hmm. time. So she had already woken from her slumber and wound up being on Earth with or without the Doctor being there. And like the idea of, you know, the stars going out, which goes back to season four, yeah. without the Doctor existing, all these planets that he's saved countless times. Yeah. And all the lives that he's touched. Yeah. I wonder what else changed. I know. I know. Um, well, there was there was something that I wanted to to bring up about uh, time travel and how it works in dreams. Please, I'm just I'm just curious what you guys think of that. Oh, right, you can travel in time in your dreams. That's so very true, it's, and yet it's such an interesting concept. Yeah, because that I don't... it actually ma- that it actually matters, or that you can manifest somewhere. Yeah, um, I wish Roth were here. Roth would break this down <laughs> like a science maven. I know. No, it is. It's an interesting thought, though, just because I and I loved what they did with it. I thought it was a really cool concept. I love the idea that the um, the sub uh, subphoric it yeah. was impregnated in the paper. Really, really cool. But then I was like, wait a second, we've never done this before. I'm dropping my ring. I don't know. We've never done this before, and it's it's, I don't, it's just an interesting thing. I'd be really interested to see what people think about it. Yeah. Well. What if, what if, oh. technically, you know, the Doctor and Clara can't go to certain places in history because of paradoxes, but what if the Doctor could travel there in his dreams? Then wouldn't he go see Rory and Amy? Wouldn't he now? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he? 
<laughs> I'm looking right at the camera for yeah. those of you who are Seriously, no, no, I mean, but does anyone have any ideas about this? Because if you can do that in your dreams, why would he not have gone to see them? Exactly. See, but this is just, these are just new rules. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh. I'm okay with it if you explain it. I'm okay with anything if you can explain it. That's true. But I don't know that. Well, not really. anything. Well, not anything, no. But I mean, I don't know if that was explained, so. Well, I am very curious about that. They presented it with enough confidence that it felt justified. Sure. So we'll give it we'll give it a pass. Sure. We'll give it a pass. Maybe time lords can't travel that way. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what if uh uh-huh. and this is for the fiftieth. What if uh had these shenanigans uh-huh. inside the doctor's meta timeline? Cause them to rip open a hole into the past of the doctor's timeline, basically. Mm. Like, so he rips a hole into, you know, season two TARDIS. Ooh. Basically. Ooh. I mean, that could be it. I guess I want to. I want to know: Are they basically just constructs of this meta thing that I didn't entirely understand, and I need to rewatch it a couple times yeah, to I really, too. really get where they're where they are right now? Mm-hmm. But are they constructs or are they the original? Yeah, you know, original recipe can't beat it. Doctor Rose combo. I, I like that you compared them chicken. I compare everything to chicken. <laughs> If there's one thing you should know about me. That that's that's the thing. That's probably the thing. <laughs> of course, when you most, have that. When most people talk to me, that's all I hear. My neighbor has one of those. I hear that every morning. Yeah. Yeah. When people say they don't get this show, that's all I hear. <laughs> chicken noises. Oh my god! Because they must be chickens. The- <laughs> Can't stop clucking. Wow. Boom. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> uh- I am a mascot for absurdity, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I too am okay with that. Yeah. Are there any Are there any final thoughts that you have about about the show, this episode, or the season in general? I think I think that a lot of world building was done this season. I think so too. A lot of decisions were made that will better secure the future of the show. Mm. It did not always lend to the most most watchable episodes yeah. or you know it wasn't necessarily the most fun yes that yeah. we've had i yeah. would say season 5 is pro- season 4 and season 5 are maybe the most fun seasons totally of the show yep you know in general but i think a lot of key choices were made in how uh the doctor exists how companions you know will enter and leave the show from now mm-hmm. on the way it's shot. You look at Hyde stylistically. Yeah. How far the show has evolved even from the 2005 pilot. Yep. Of Rose. I think it's an important season for the show and we will look back on it very fondly. I think that the majority of the episodes are in fact very, very strong. Yeah. In the grand scheme of the entire show. And I think that this finale... While it wasn't necessarily, you know, whiz-bang, jam-packed kind of an affair, look at the title. Yeah. It was just, it's the name of the doctor. That's not a an explosion-packed no. title. It is a, this is a mission statement for the show going forward. Yeah. And I, as a mission statement, I'm very happy with it. 
I am too. I totally agree. Guys, um, we would love it if you would leave comments and tell us what you thought of the of the season in general and of this episode. Um, also, make sure there are so many shows. This is ending until November, but there are so, so sad. So sad. There are so many shows on AfterBuzz. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes and you watch all the others. If there's one we're not doing, let us know and we'll start doing it. Yeah, some of them, in fact, hosted by me. By him. So if I'm one of the things you like about this podcast, that would probably be a cool decision. And how could it not be? How could it not be? Mm-hmm. There was a comment that compared me to a Z Morning Zoo. Jo- like radio jockey. But that means that person is listening to Z Morning Zoo, which means they like it. So that might be a compliment. Yeah. Uh If you are a fan (laughs) of fun and also great sci-fi. And some singing. Yes. Then you can watch... Uh, I'm currently hosting Defiance nice. on AfterBuzz TV, which is a great show if you guys aren't watching. And uh, I'm also on Mad Men through the end of this of the current sixth season. Excellent. Really, really awesome. Awesome. All about the fun. Oh, uh, the fun with uh, with Mad Men is that our finale episode, which I believe is June 28th. 23rd. June 23rd, sorry, uh, is going to be live at the John Lovitz Comedy Club in Universal City, California, right here in the Los Angeles area. Six members of the cast will be in attendance if you want to join us. And, and I'm not saying exactly what this means, I'll leave it to you, the big man himself will be there. (gasps) I know, everyone's a huge fan of mystery, but... It's going to be a very exciting event, and I'm really, really stoked for it. And hopefully I'll be on a few more shows this summer. Excellent. Here on AfterBuzz TV. All right. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for sticking with us all season. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the comments. Make sure you rate us. And don't forget about us because we're coming back in November. Don't you dare forget about us, okay? I, I was surprised you didn't sing the song, but then I realized you're too young to actually remember the song. I know so, that song. All right, good. Well, you can find us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. You can find me at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. And you can find my work on voice.fanhattan.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. And you can find me on AfterBuzz at the shows previously mentioned. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.